there's still more. I hope they'll come and join me eventually. <laughs> okay. So, um, during our all-age services over this past year, we've been learning about what is God like. So I'm wondering if anyone can remember any of the things we have learned so far. So any of the characteristics of God that we've learned about so far, does anyone remember any of them? If the children are struggling, the adults can join in too. Destiny, what do you remember? He's forgiving, yeah. Have we done that? In an all-age service? He is, it's true, but I don't think we've done that one. But, you know, great one anyway. Graham's got one. Should we let Graham answer? Okay. Light of the world, brilliant. God is holy. Thanks, Renata. Fantastic. Any more? Juliet did one. Remember that one? God is everywhere. God is three persons, brilliant. I think there were some others. Louise did one right at the very beginning. Do you remember, Will? We didn't, we haven't done that one. Not, not quite, but we did do God is our provider, um, creator. Uh, Sarah did one on God is our rescuer last time. And I think we did also one about something else, but anyway. So today we're going to be looking at another part of God's character, and it's one that actually fits really well with what's been going on this weekend. Um, can I have the first slide up, please, Moses? So today our theme is God is in charge of everything. God is sovereign. Has anyone heard the word sovereign before? Have you heard the word sovereign? Can we have the next slide up, please? So I've already given you some clues. There might be some clues around the place, but have we got any ideas about what the word sovereign might mean? Yes, Charbel, what do you think? Forgiving? It's not that, but it's a good idea. Ayola, shout it. It has the word reign in it. Good one. So you think it's like a ruler, someone who rules. Great one. Any other thoughts on what sovereign might mean? Destiny, what do you think? I mean, the coronation did happen yesterday, but there's, there's clues. There's a lot of clues. Come here. King, yeah. King, ruler. So there's all sorts of things that we can think about when we talk about the word sovereign, and we're going to talk about it in a moment. So can I have the next slide up, please? So yesterday, King Charles III was officially crowned king. Um, did anyone watch? Put your hand up if you watched. Did anyone watch? I did. I mean, it was quite long. Some of it was amazing, but it was quite long. Um, did anyone actually go out and watch the procession? Was anyone, like, in the crowds? Some people were. Brilliant. So, sometimes people use the word sovereign when they refer to a king or a queen. So, we might say they are the sovereign, okay? Um, Sovereign is another word we can use for a king or a queen, for a ruler. And I wonder if that helps us understand more about the meaning of the word when we're talking about God. Did you have something to say? It can relate to monarchy and royalty, yes. So sovereign means a supreme ruler. So well done, Iola, for spotting that it had the word reign in it. It's someone who has ultimate power over everything. 
And kings and queens are very powerful, especially in some countries. It's kind of a little bit different here today, but in the past, kings and queens had the final say on all the important decisions and what happened to the people. They had a lot of power. People had to obey them and do what they said. Even now, our king will meet with the prime minister regularly and will receive information about what's going on in the government. So the king also has the title of the head of the Church of England as well. So he's even involved in what's going on with the church as well. So the psalm we heard earlier that Charbel read out started with the words, the Lord is king. And straight away, the psalmist is reminding us who the true king is. Who's the one who has the most power and is in charge of everything? And as Christians, we believe that God is king. So at Christmas, we hear about a new king being born, don't we? And King Herod isn't very happy about it. And at Easter, we hear about Jesus riding into Jerusalem on a donkey. Sarah talked about it in her last talk. That he came as a king, but not the type of king that they expected. So when we say that God is sovereign, that he is in charge of everything, we're remembering that he's king over the whole world. So can we have the next slide, please? So we're going to have a look now at what the Bible says. Now, I didn't actually know that this was a passage that was going to be read out yesterday during the coronation, so that's cool. But it was read yesterday, if you're watching. Um, at the beginning of the year, when we started thinking about the question, what is God like, we discovered something about how we can learn more about God's character. Does anyone remember what we learned? How can we learn more about God's character? What do you think? can praise him yeah what did you say Gabriel we can read the Bible yeah good one <laughs> King Jesus thank you thank you very much Graham and Sarah for that yeah so we discovered that we can know what God is like by looking at Jesus by getting to know Jesus the passage reminds us that Jesus is the image of God it says the Son is the image of the invisible God so Jesus, looking at Jesus can help us learn more about who God is. And this passage talks about Jesus, so we're going to use it to help us. It says that everything comes from him. He made it all. So God is in charge of everything because he created everything. He created you and he created me and everything that we get to enjoy in this world. The passage also tells us that even the most powerful king is under his authority and should obey him. So it says, it says there, for in him all things were created, and then it says, whether thrones or powers or rulers and authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. So even the king is under God's authority. God is king over the king. God is king over the whole world, and he's even greater than the, whole, the most powerful ruler. The verses that we looked at also say, he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. So when we say that God is in charge of everything, we can say that he's in control, and we can trust him with everything. He's not a scary, powerful ruler who just wants us to do what he says. He's not selfish. He rules with love. 
and he wants the best for each one of us. Can I have the next slide up, please, Moses? But believing that God is sovereign and believing that he's in charge of everything can be difficult. You might be thinking about some questions about that right now. Knowing this about God can leave us with questions. Have you ever thought, God, why is this happening? Or, I don't understand what you're doing. Or even, why did you let this happen? When life gets difficult, it can leave us with lots of unanswered questions. And I want to say to you today that questions are good. It's really, really good to ask questions. It can feel a lot like a jigsaw puzzle with missing pieces. And it can be hard to believe that God is in charge when things don't go the way we hoped or wanted. And when life hurts. We live in a world where pain and sadness are very real. It's not perfect, is it? Sad and bad things happen every single day. And it's something that we all experience. So I just wanted to talk to you guys about something just now, and I'm going to sit down for this part to make it a little bit easier. Because all of us go through difficult times, don't we? Life isn't perfect. And I wanted to talk to you for a moment about something, that, something sad that happened to me and to my husband recently. Someone we love very much died, and it didn't make any sense, and it still doesn't make any sense. And it hurts a lot. I've asked God all of those questions I mentioned before many times, and lots of other questions too. And when I was deciding how to talk to you about this, God gave me the, this picture of a jigsaw puzzle. Because when sad and bad things happen, it often doesn't make any sense to us. It's like a jigsaw puzzle, that there are pieces missing. We don't have all the pieces, so we can't fit it all together, and we can't see what the whole picture would look like. And I thought it was really important to think about those questions today, because it's easy to say God is king, God is sovereign, God is in charge of everything, but we know that the world isn't perfect, don't we? And we know that we experience difficult things, and we begin to wonder, is God really in charge? Is he really king? And he is. The only one who can see the whole picture is God, because he is sovereign. Can I have the next slide up, please, Moses? We can only see part of the story, and we will only fully understand when we meet Jesus in heaven. God is in charge of it all. He has all the missing pieces in his hands, and he knows what the puzzle will look like when it's complete. He's in charge of everything, and that includes our lives. And even when we can't see why something happened or how life is going to work out, we can trust him that he knows how it all fits together. And as we said earlier, he's not a domineering, scary king who just wants us to follow his orders. He's a loving king who is lovingly putting our lives together, just like the puzzle. The verse that I've put up there says, Now we see as if we're looking into a dark mirror, but at that time in the future we shall see clearly. Now I know only in part, but at that time I will know fully as God has known me. It's reminding us that we can't see the whole picture, 
We don't know what's going to happen, but God does. I've got one little thing that I'd love you guys to do for me before we finish. I have hidden, not quite hidden, but I've put around the church um, six jigsaw pieces just on pieces of paper. And I'd love it if you guys could find them. And if some of you could have a go at putting it together, hopefully it wouldn't be too hard. <laughs> There's only six pieces, so. You got one? Brilliant. Put it up here. Any more? There might be one like quite hidden on one of the pews over there. Yeah, Tatum's got the right idea. Right idea, Tatum. Have we got six? I've only got one here so far. Oh, we've got four. Amazing. Any more? If, if someone has a look around that green light at the back, you might find one, if you haven't found that one already. You found that one already? Oh, great, we've got them all. Brilliant. Let's have everyone coming back. Okay, it's been put together in part already. Let's see what we've got. See what we've got. Brilliant. Let's have everyone sitting back down on the mats. Can someone read it for me? Who's going to read it for me? Who's going to read it for me? Can you read it, Tatum? There you go. In him, all things hold together. Brilliant. Thank you very much. So that's our phrase from our passage that we were talking about earlier. It says, in him, all things hold together. And it's actually one of my favorite phrases in the Bible. So in our first Bible reading that we heard from the Psalms, it said, the Lord above is much greater and in this passage, in Colossians, it says, in him all things hold together. And I just wanted to finish with a reminder that God is king. He's so much bigger than the things that we are going through. And also that we can trust him even when it hurts and even when we don't understand because he holds everything together. He holds everything in his hands and because he is in charge of